0: Hey everyone, hi Tanika. Welcome to Not Your Mama's Drama. Hi everyone. Thanks for coming back week after week, everyone. We if you like this podcast, please make sure to like it, subscribe to it, share it, do all of the things. Please, please, please. So Tanika, what drama are we gonna talk about today?
1: So today, Marianne, I don't really have a drama, just pure curiosity. What are you watching and how do you decide what to watch, Who you're watching it with and when to watch it? I know it's a loaded question, but let's see what kind of shows we both like to watch.
0: Okay. So I would say that watching TV besides sleeping is like my favorite hobby. So I watch a lot of TV. It's also kind of a popular um, party topic. Have you noticed that if you go to a party, it's always like when you have nothing to talk about. It's like, oh, well, what are you watching? What are you watching? And at least you could go into conversation about what you're watching and also get some advice about shows because there's so much to watch, but at the same time, sometimes there's nothing to watch.
1: Uh, yeah, that's really that's very true because that, if nothing else, people have TV in com- most people. Not everyone watches TV, and I'm not you know, I'm not throwing judgment because you don't like to watch TV, but it's definitely one of my favorite pastimes.
0: Yeah, I I like to watch um, things with a purpose, which is it's interesting, right, that I'm going to be judgy about who's watching TV and what they're watching. But like it has to have a purpose. It should be a series. I've gotten very intolerant of small shows or just one-off episodes, I I really have to be watching, binging, I guess, watching something that has good reviews, it's been recommended, and that has a lot of episodes for me to watch. So it's become very challenging to select what to watch. And then of course, you know, depending on who I'm watching it with, it, it serves like a different purpose. So um, I watch with my husband With I have two daughters, so I'll watch something with them. And then I want to watch stuff by myself, too. So that's already like four different categories, right? The husband, the girls together, the girls separately, because they don't always want to watch something together, and then myself. So it becomes quite a challenge. So With the girls, they are not very much into, one of them likes shows, the other one does not like shows. All she likes is like the reality TV stuff, Mm -hmm. which has become kind of addicting, like those shows that are Married at First Sight, or Love Island, or I can't, I don't know, they're like all blending together, Bachelor in Paradise. And I started to sit through these shows just to spend time with them, Mm -hmm. and and I was criticizing them at the beginning. And then I'm all into them. Like, she should, of course, take him. Why wouldn't she take him? He's been just amazing. I want to marry him. Um, so they get a kick out of that. But it is just garbage TV.
1: Yes, it is. I completely agree with that. And I don't like that type of show very much. However, I will say that Married at First Sight, for whatever reason, that's one of my husband's favorite shows. And so he'll watch it and I'm like, okay, I'll get drawn in because he's watching it like in our bedroom or wherever. If I'm close to him, then I'll get sucked into it. So it is garbage TV. The premise is absolutely ridiculous. And yes, I will watch it.
0: (laughs) It just sucks you in. I agree. And then sometimes what sucks me in is like, why are you on TV making a fool of yourself? Like, why did you go on national TV to embarrass yourself? probably because you didn't think it would turn out that way. And that's what happened. And now you're there and you have to fulfill your contract because I'm sure they paid you up front. So I'm thinking about all those things, but the girls are just watching the drama.
1: (laughs) Right. Thinking, oh my gosh, that's really how it works. No, it isn't.
0: (laughs) Reality
1: TV is rarely, in my opinion, real.
0: I know. Then I have to spend part of the time demystifying it like no that's not what it's like no they're faking don't you see that did you see that producer run by the side because I don't want them to have that perception of everything is so glamorous and showy and yeah dramatic It's, it's ruining my kids but thankfully I'm there to watch it with them and to help them you know understand what they're watching so I feel like I'm doing my part
1: Exactly. Parental guidance.
0: Yes. Providing some parental guidance. I also use it to provide like self-esteem lessons. Like that girl has no (laughs) self-esteem. So hopefully I'm helping them learn what not to do because some people go on TV and just make absolute fools of themselves. Um, So that's what I watch with them. My other child likes like coming of age stories. So she'll, she'll watch like um, the Gordita Chronicles or one that we were watching on HBO. It's about this family that moves from the Dominican Republic to Miami. And it was interesting because it just has a lot of references to being Hispanic and moving to the US. So I, I enjoyed that. Um, And there's stuff that she watches alone, but I don't, I I don't, there's things I don't like, like vampire stories. I don't touch them. I don't want to deal with vampires. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's some other stuff like Stranger Things. I don't want to watch that. So I have my limits. I won't just sit through anything with my kids.
1: You know, what's funny. I like to watch a lot of like, I don't know if it's necessarily coming of age, but probably, but high school dramas, there's this one a British um, drama, and it's called Sex Education. I don't know how I stumbled upon that, but that became Fast, one of my favorite shows. Oh, I haven't,
0: you know, I don't like anything with the word sex in it. So I have not watched that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that one is really good. It's on Netflix. And now I think there are three or four seasons in. I'm not sure if they're going to come back with it Anymore, I feel like they kind of wrapped it up with the last season that I watched, but it was really good. And what's so I like good high school dramas. I don't like crazy ones where it's you know just a whole bunch of kids doing kid stuff because I'm grown. However, this one was about growth. It was about the relationship with the parents. It was about the parents' relationships with each other. I mean, it was really well developed. So. I thought that was a really good one and it was that one was I would say uh coming of age but you know I, it does have to have a purpose and a point for me most of the time sometimes i watch some really stupid stuff so i'm not above trash but that one <laughs> is really good
0: i am not above trash either um, but yeah, I do. It, I'm, I like I vary, you know, I can be on one side of the spectrum and then on the completely other side, like I'll watch a documentary, but then I watch like reality TV that's
1: completely horrible.
0: So, you know, it's, it's all just keeping it all in balance, I guess.
1: Speaking of documentaries, um, it looks like I think you and I watched the same thing recently, the, the Manta Teo documentary, yeah. the fake girlfriend or the girlfriend that didn't exist. That's on um, Netflix right now, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. It's on Netflix. And I guess it's this series of untold stories about sports things, which I'm not a sports person. I don't know hardly anything about sports. Someone recommended this on Facebook. They just said, you know, this is what I'm watching this and it's wonderful. And I started to, to watch it and it was really, really interesting.
1: It really was. So, the, how I came upon it, um, my husband was just watching it, and I walked into the room. He was watching it, and it was kind of at the beginning. And I'm like, well, who's that? And why is she talking? And, you know, what does that person have to do with the football player? And it turns out that he's catfished. I mean, I don't want to give away the whole plot. It's a documentary, so it's not like it's a song. You know, if you've read the story, you already know what it's about. But I thought that was really interesting because that woman that was speaking, the main person that they're in, um, interviewing, other than Mantateo, was a transgender woman. And that transgender woman had catfished the football player when she was still a man. I mean, it was just a lot of layers, <laughs> it was a lot of information, and it was really, really interesting.
0: It was a lot of layers but what was really interesting to me and I also don't want to give it all away but I feel like I'm going to it was that no one was ever involved besides the person that was doing the catfishing or I guess maybe I don't know I guess that's the fisherman the cat the 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 catfish I don't know who's the catfish and who's the fisherman but the transgender <laughs> the transgender woman there was no one involved and that woman played and did so many different voices. It was, that was the, the part that blew me away, but it was really interesting. And I'm interested in, in seeing what the other ones are because that one was just, I think so well done and, and such an interesting story of kind of like, where are they now? Um, because essentially his career was ruined because of the media and all of the um, just kind of backlash from, from this story. So it was, there's a lot more to it. And I guess everyone draws their own conclusions at the end as to, you know, who was responsible. Um, but there was a lot of people, I think responsible, not only the, the transgender woman, um, but it was a, a really, really good documentary. I love documentaries like that that are about things that are pop culture, like that, you know, that are happening and kind of give you a glimpse into something that, um, might've happened and you know about, or you didn't know about, and then it's just kind of instructing you of what went on.
1: And if you're listening to this episode, trying to get recommendations, let me just put it out there for anyone who's interested. Man Tateo is gorgeous. He was not in college. Like when this was happening 10 or 15 years ago, I did, I was like, hmm, He's, you know, whatever. I had no feelings toward him, but then when they showed him today, he has grown into his looks. <laughs> he really has.
0: He really, really has. I agree. Like he was very good looking in the show now versus you know before. Um, yeah, I
1: guess maybe he just looked like a kid before. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. But now he's he's a uh, he's embraced the grown man of it all.
0: I know. He just seemed really kind and just like a really good person. So it was a a sad story. And I still don't understand like what's up with his life now. I forgot to Google that part because I I really don't know like if he plays football, if he doesn't. Not sure. No,
1: I do. Well, because I was watching with the number one sports fan, my husband, he told me that um, his career ended years ago. And so I don't know if he's like coaching or anything like that now, but as far as being part of the NFL, he is no longer part of that.
0: Oh, super, super sad. Yeah. Um, So moving on to other topics of of shows that we watch with other people. What about girly shows? How are you with girly shows? Because my sister, I recommend stuff all the time and she just like makes me feel terrible. I'm like, this is such a great show. You should watch it. It's wonderful. She's like, it was good.
1: Not great. (laughs) So I have a really, well, I thought it was going to be super girly, but it really wasn't. And I watched it with my husband, knowing that he was going to get up within 10 minutes and say, uh, yeah, this is too much estrogen. Thank you. But no, thank you. But it was um, on The Verge, also on Netflix, 12 episodes. And it's about middle-aged women. Well, very young women because they're all under 50. So middle-aged is 50 and above, I guess. I don't know. As I continue to approach the age, the middle-age boundary will get higher and higher up.
0: I think it's 40, Tanika. We're not really expected to live past 80.
1: So mathematically, it's 40. Nope. I'm going to live till 130. So middle-age for me is 65. But um, this show was really well written and it gave a lot of, um, introspection into the marriage relationship, the mom kid relationship, the relationship between friends. That's a topic that we discuss here on the podcast. And it showed you like all the different layers and boundaries and, you know, how to show up and, you know, when they drop the ball, it was really very honest and very real so it was a dramedy and it actually captured my husband's attention for like two or three episodes now did he hang in there with me for the whole thing no he did not but I was surprised that he lasted that long
0: I know I would have been surprised if my husband lasted two or three episodes too because he he would not do that the shows for him have to have a lot of killing and fights (laughs) and cars and it has to just be action which i i enjoy but to a point like if i don't like superheroes and i can't deal with that but i do like action series or series that are about like drug cartels and things like that i'll do that um but there are definitely things that he has to watch separately because i will not i will not sit through it i will not be put through that pain of sitting through superhero stories for example
1: yeah, um, I, you're right. And I don't. I also don't like to see um, like death and killing and, you know, that's just too much. Too much action for me is too much. I need stuff to be kind of easy. You know, take me out of my reality. Not that there are people being killed in my reality, but I'm just saying I don't need to hear about depressing stuff when I'm in TV is my escape. That's my feel better moment.
0: (laughs) uh, I'm watching right now with my husband. It's called C on Apple and my sister recommended it and she does recommend good shows. So it's, it is good. It's kind of like Lord of Rings kind of thing. It's, it's confusing. It's the future, but everyone is blind because in the future, everyone is blind. But then the future looks like the, the Lord of the Rings situation where it's the past. Uh, But there's a lot of killing. Like, every minute to two minutes, at least 10 people are killed or slaughtered with, you know, swords and fighting and, and knives. And sometimes I'm like, really? Did you just have to kill all those people to go through that gate? Really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Yes, yeah, that, that wouldn't be for me. Yeah, like,
0: you could just sneak in when they're sleeping or something. You really don't have to <laughs> kill... 15 people to get through that gate but my husband's like this is great I love
1: this wow every episode is like a movie so oh that's one way to look at it I can see that being entertaining for him but that's just not a thing for me
0: yeah well it's hard to find things to watch together and I feel like that's yeah that's like quality time where you can't really be arguing because you're watching TV. Like, there's nothing to do except watch TV in peace. So I, I do look for some some shows that we could watch together because I feel like that's good time together. But it's hard to find to find um, action shows that we can both enjoy because he will never sit through a girly show ever. I have to do those on my own.
1: I'll Corey will sit through it if. Like he has literally nothing else to do. And we're in the bedroom, so he also has nowhere else to go.
0: Yeah. No, not my husband. He will not let me take control of the TV. That's why sometimes I'm like, do you have a work trip? This is wonderful. How many days? Five? Good. I can watch whatever I want. I can watch three series in five days. No, but I can watch TV without without fighting with anyone. So let me tell you some other girly shows to see if you, if you're watching them, um, bad sister on Apple TV. Have you
1: watched that one? That one's kind of a new one. No, I haven't seen that one yet, but it is on my list to check out.
0: I, I like it, but again, it's one of those where my sister's like, this was good, not great, but I like things that are like, you know, not too much drama, a little bit of jokes here and there. Um, yeah. Hacks on HBO Max. Have you watched that one?
1: No, I've not heard of that one.
0: No, that one is about a Las Vegas star that is her career is ending. And then she gets this really um, young comedy writer to work for her. And she just treats her like garbage. And it's really funny. It's two seasons. But those are the kind of shows where um, like it doesn't have to have too much of a plot and I'll just sit through it and watch the whole thing and be completely entertained by it. I don't know. I like them. Um, There's one that you recommended for me that I thought was a, a girly show that I couldn't get into, but then I fell in love with you
1: about the stalkers. So to be clear, I did not recommend that. That has entirely too much killing. My husband recommended that. And he'll, you know, I've watched an episode or two and it's okay, but then it gets so gory. Good Lord. Like, I don't need any of that. But yes, you did say you liked it. and Yes, that is one of his favorite shows.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was you guys that recommended it. You're right. I think it was Corey that recommended it. I loved it. I was like, I want someone to love me that much that they'll just- <laughs> kill anyone. <laughs> don't want me to suffer. Love me. Take me. <laughs> so that was a good one. What about, um I don't know if this is new for you or they're, they've always been out there. British comedy shows, I feel like are just new. Like Ted Lasso is
1: one. Um, Ted Lasso has to be one of my top 10 all time favorite shows. It was that good.
0: It was amazing. It was really amazing, but there's more. and I just think people are turned off because of the, their British comedy and I don't think that um, they'll watch them, but I think that they're hilarious. I've watched um, Catastrophe on Prime. I think that is one of the funniest shows I've watched in my life. Um, it's about this lady that gets pregnant for from this one night stand and then they end up getting married. And it's just hilarious. It's really funny because it's about like being a woman and being a mother and all the fails, the fails in relationships. I I highly recommend it. Um, and the British comedy is like, I don't I don't even know how to describe it. Like it's a little bit crude sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny the way that they're that they'll just say something. Um, it's it's interesting. I don't know. I find it different, but I I really like it.
1: What else? What else do you have on your list? Sex Education is a British comedy. And I think, well, dramedy, again, they have some dramatic moments in it. But I think you would really like it. It is high school, British, and a comedy, and drama. I think it would be really, you should try it out.
0: I am. I'm going to write those down. What about um, some of like the pop culture kind of things that have, have popped up lately? Like the Anna Delvey story. Did you watch that?
1: I didn't. It looked like it was, I, I didn't have the time to invest in that.
0: You <laughs> have too much time because I watch all of that and I'm all into it. Like give me a good con artist story. I love it. Um, and then things about killing, sometimes crimes. I like those too. Like the truth about Pam where her friend killed her and Candy. It's another story of a friend that killed her.
1: So the truth about Pam, that was with, um, what's her name? What's her name?
0: Reese. No. Mm-mm. I can't remember her name.
1: But she looked too weird for me, so I didn't like that because she looked like she had on a lot of makeup. Yeah. And I just couldn't get into it. Her name is, she's the diary of Bridget.
0: Yeah, I can't remember her name. But I know exactly who it is. I always do call her Reese Witherspoon, but she's not. <laughs> That's not Reese Witherspoon. Uh, and what about Candy? Did you know? Did you hear about that one?
1: No. What What um, What medium was that on? I don't think I've heard of that one. It's
0: on Hulu, and it is also a story of a lady that killed her friend, and it is very good. It's. I mean, it's just one one killing. So if you don't like, you know, a lot of like blood and stuff, it's really just one person that died. You might have to see her a couple of times. Um, but it was an interesting story. I don't want to give it away. And it's short because if they're too long, I just can't. I can't commit to the long ones. They scare me. And I think that one is like six episodes. So it's a good one.
1: You know what is one of another one of my top 10 um, favorites is um, the show with Billy Porter. Um, It's about being gay and transsexual and transgender in like the seventies and eighties and early nineties. It just went off recently. Isn't it Pose? You, you. One of the best shows ever to be on, on television, period.
0: No, you recommended it. And I watched, I think like the first two episodes and they were amazing, but it has like 25
1: seasons. It does not have 25 seasons. It has like five seasons, which is really good for me because then you really can. If you want to binge, that's what a binge
0: is. (laughs) That is a binge, but I think that has to be like a strategic binge, like the whole week of Christmas. Like, I just don't know how I would get through 50 episodes of a show. I don't, I don't, I have no
1: idea. I couldn't stop watching it. So I got turned on to it before it was off TV. So this goes back to an earlier point you made. So it was on Netflix and I watched, I think probably the first three seasons. And then I kind of caught up to where it was in real life. So then I would watch it every week and I'm fully okay with being invested in a weekly show. Some of my favorite shows are, um, what was This Is Us, The Shy, um, Pose when it was on. Like I have no problem waiting weekly for the show. Love it, Queen Sugar, love it. Um, And I can do that, like I can date a show. It looks like you need to be all in, finish with it and move on. For me, I can absolutely court a show. Me and you every Thursday, nine (laughs) o'clock. We're in a relationship.
0: <laughs> for me, it's like a one-night stand. Let's get this done. It's like... <laughs> and then there's no commercials. So if I'm watching something, you know, usually you plan for an hour if something's coming on TV, but when you are streaming it, it's like 45 minutes. So I'm saving so much time.
1: That's true, but I, I, I look forward to it. That's like part of my schedule my prime time shows and I'm, I really do enjoy that. It gives me like, you know, I can't wait to see what they're going to do this week. I can't wait. Oh my God, that finale. I can't wait until it's the next season. So I get fully vested into a show like that and I'm okay with it. Now I can also binge um, the incredible Kimmy, Sh- Kimmy Shimmer. Did you, re- did you watch that?
0: No, but I know which one it is.
1: The Incredible Kimmy Shimmer or Schmidt or something like that was so good. I absolutely loved that. And that one was fully on Netflix. I think it had like five seasons. And I watched that just bang, 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 bang. I, it was so good. I could not get enough of it. And it was kind of silly. Now, that was something that my husband could not and would not sit down for. He's like, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you doing here? But I loved it.
0: No, there's definitely shows that are lots of seasons that I've watched. Um, but I think most of them are like you say, where I started and I've I watched like two seasons and then I've caught the other seasons as they've dropped. Um, so Orange is the New Black is one where I was late to the game, but I think I was there season two or three. And then I just like watched it and cried like the whole last season because I was so invested. Um, so that's like, did, did you watch that one?
1: loved it definitely a great show i was it was it was a lot of heartbreak oh my god when um Puse was killed oh mm-hmm. my you would have thought that that was like my girl <laughs> i cried for a couple days
0: <laughs> i know it was so good and so many good themes it was just really really good it was a good show it's one of those shows where when they end you're really sad that it ended yeah, cuz you want more um but that's i don't like waiting for shows to drop You know, every week I'd like to just sit through the whole season. I don't want to have to wait for next week, you know, to for another episode. I don't. I really don't even want to have to wait for the new season. I want to watch seasons back to back. Um. So I don't know, but then I don't want them to be too long. You know, I don't want them to have too many seasons because then it's
1: too much of a commitment. I'm just really hard to please. Well, you know what? You like what you like, and that's fine, Marianne.
0: (laughs) I do have some good shows that you've recommended sex education, which I'm not sure about the S E
1: X word. And then (laughs) on the verge, I definitely want to watch on the verge. Yeah. I think you'll really like that one. And it's, is much more interesting than the surface level. Like when it first starts, you're like, okay, it's just going to be a bunch of privileged women with their, you know, first world problems. And it is, but it's some layers to it.
0: That's good. (laughs) So what shows are you going to watch?
1: Looking forward to watching um, A League of Their Own. That's a new show on Prime. I just haven't had the chance to watch it yet. Uh, Firefly Lane is about to drop. I think this week or next week. They've had one season, one or two seasons, and I'm ready. I've been waiting. Cannot wait for this next season to come. Oh, I haven't that, watched that one. I have. That's a girly it. show. You might like that one.
0: Okay. I do want to watch A League of Their Own because that was one of my favorite movies.
1: Me too. I'll still watch that one. Oh, I want to make that point. I will watch old TV in a heartbeat, a different world. I can watch every single day. Um, Living single every single day. Friends every day. Modern family every day. Blackish every day. I I will never get tired of those reruns will and grace classic love it
0: (laughs) i loved will and grace i don't like watching reruns but my husband does and i really find it super annoying that he's like watching seinfeld and laughing about it i'm like you've watched this 35 times let me tell you what's gonna happen or friends And these are not even shows that he watched in order. Like he's he's not he's just watched them as they, you know, then became what do you call it, like syndicated and just uh-huh. watching the, the reruns. But he's just watched them so much that he knows everything that's going on. And I want him to stop because I don't want I don't want that on my TV. Like let's watch. You're very much movie. like
1: you're very much like Corey. Corey's like, How can you watch a show that came on 20 years ago? You saw it then, you saw the reruns then, and you're watching it now.
0: Yeah. Or you saw the reruns last month, you know, like they showed that same episode last month. They have them on repeat. I don't know how they decide which ones to show, but I just feel like I see, I keep watching the same ones over and over and over. So it's a different kind of person. I guess TV is all about being super picky. There's so much to watch.
1: Marianne, let me tell you something. When Martin came out and Tommy and Pam started dating, that has to be one of my most favorite episodes of any television show ever. I do not care how many times I've seen that. I am going to laugh hard every single time.
0: Really? No, not, not me. Even if I love a show, I won't watch it again. I just can't. I barely even want to watch movies over again. I'll do it, like, if someone wants to watch it, but it's not my thing, Rewatching stuff.
1: You know what? And I know we're about to wrap, but um, the kids and I watched Aladdin last week, and it was we've seen it several times, the one with Will Smith, and this was before Will Smith fell from grace. But he's one of my favorite actors, and I pretty much like everything he's in. And Aladdin was beautiful, and it had so many colors, and it introduced so many brown actors. It was fantastic. I can watch that every day. That and Coco. Those are my two kid fa- family-friendly movies.
0: Yeah. See, I can't. I can't watch them over. I do love that movie, and I can't even remember what Will Smith did. So he's fine with me. But no. <laughs> But I can't can't watch him again. I'll have to
1: watch him when he gets a new contract or something. Can't do it. So did you find the shows that you want to watch? And then maybe we can come back together and talk about those once we've seen them.
0: Yeah, this is the season, right? Because I feel like it's fall and people start watching TV. So I have, I'm going to check out, the first one is On the Verge. That's the first one that called my attention. And then I, I don't know, again, about the sex education. Maybe I'll take a peek, but I don't know. And Firefly Lane, um, I'm going to see if I have, uh, I'm going to try it, and I'm going to see if I come back to you like my sister. It was good, not cool. Yeah,
1: the Firefly Lane, I really liked it, but I could see where that might be, you know, only good enough for some people. But I really like the two lead actresses in it. The like, they're, I just like them as, the stuff that they act in. So um, I think that's what kind of drew me to them.
0: Well, I will report back for sure.
1: Okay. Well, this has been wonderful, Marianne. I always like discussing current events, TV, whatever else, because you're one of my favorite podcasters.
0: And you're one of mine. (laughs) Well, we'll see everyone next time. Thank you for coming back to Not Your Mama's Drama with Tanika and Marianne.
1: Thank you guys for listening.